And welcome back to Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news, and this is podcast number two I'm doing with this gentleman here. I'm going to let him introduce himself real quick. Buddy Mincy Jr., state rep from the Dill Springs and Walker area, District 71, and I'm also running for Senate District 13, which is 100% Livingston Parish District. And so we have uh, another, uh, just a lot of information coming out of this uh, most recent legislative session. We're recording this Monday, July 17th. Of course, you'll be in a special session starting mm-hmm. Tuesday, July 18th, where y'all are going to be uh, discussing some veto overrides. But we already discussed uh, sort of a general legislative wrap-up. If you go to www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash podcast, you can go watch that one. This one is more focused on, okay, budget's out. What's the capital outlay portion of it? What's Livingston Parish going to get out of that? A um, lot of real granular details here, a lot of chewy bits. Um, and I'm one of my legislative shortcomings is capital outlay. Because uh, I know the struggle I have, and this is probably some bias as a citizen, is just the number of steps you have to take to get anything built in Louisiana. So I'm going to kind of give you the wheel on this one. Um, I'll kind of give you a prompt and we'll talk about it because there is some background for a lot of these things. But first and foremost, we're talking Cook Road Extension. Obviously, if you've been on Pete's Highway or been on the other side um, over there behind uh, Academy, Mm -hmm. you will see some progress going. Tell us a little bit about where that stands. Yeah, if I may, uh, McHugh, just kind of give you a a little bit of a breakdown of the capital outlay process before we get started into the details of what we have in Livingston. You know, capital outlay generally comes out in a session in, in HB2. Um, capital outlay, you know, which is all your infrastructure requests. You know, what happens is the governor initially, he, he, he establishes and provides us with his version of HB2. So that goes to the first step it goes to is the, uh, the House um, Ways and Means Committee, which I'm on. Um, we take that basically the governor's version of capital outlay and we make it our own. So he can submit all the priorities and all the projects that he has. Um, he gives them to us, and, and then we, we amend it from there. Um, it leaves the committee, and it goes to the, the House floor. It can be amended there. Once it leaves the House floor, it goes to the Senate committee, Rev. and Fisk. Um, and then once they, they make their amendments, it goes to the Senate floor, and they can make more amendments, and then it comes back to us. If those amendments on the Senate floor come back to us, we just vote to approve it. If not, we go into a conference. Um, and our conference report, basically, you take three members from both houses, uh, they go in and they, uh, they develop a report and they bring us the bill and, and what's in it, we vote yes or no. Um, so the capital outlay is, um, it's, you know, it's complicated, um, but, you know, uh, we're fortunate in Livingston Parish, you know, that, um, I've been on a, a, way, a Ways and Means and Senator Pope's been on Rev and Fisk and uh, the Speaker of the House has been Clay Snyder. So uh, Speaker Snyder is, you know, 55% of his district is the southern part of Livingston Parish. Um, he's been very supportive of Livingston Parish. So consequently, of all those stars aligning, we've been very effective in what we've brought in um, to Livingston Parish. And uh, let me just say this, you know, a lot of the work that was done before I got there was with Senator, Senator Pope, who was a state rep at the time, was working with Senator Erty. So they, they provided a good foundation for the things that, that we've been working on, and, um, and we've taken it, we've just expanded it. Uh, but we've been very, very successful in capital outlay all four years that, that, I, that I've been there. I'm very proud of it, and um, and I'll just go through and just kind of touch on some of the projects we, we've got and answer any questions that you may have. Uh, the first one that you talked about was Cook Road Extension. You know, that's a project that's been ongoing for a long time. We finally got it funded 
we got three million this year in P1. Let me tell you what P1 is and elaborate on that. So P1 is basically money that is allocated for you to be spent that year. P2 is money that's basically set aside that you can bond if you don't spend all your P1 money. And then P5 is just a balance. So if I got a $10 million project and I get a, 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 a P1 of a million dollars, I've got $9 million that remains. We've only got so much capacity in P1 and P5. So you max out that capacity and it maxes out the projects that you have. Um, but, you know, P1 is a, is a really good thing. Uh, Non-reoccurring funds is basically cash money that gives you an opportunity to start a project immediately. Um, but, you know, so I'll just go through these and kind of elaborate a little bit on them. Uh, Cook Road Extension, we got three million in that. Uh, that project, if you've been by there, they've made some tremendous uh, progress. Uh, they're, they're expecting a November 24 completion. Of course, that's pending weather and that type of thing, but they actually think they can beat that schedule. I want to talk about Juven Widening. Juven Widening is in the, in the roundabout at 190. It's been a hot topic for us in our area. You know, it was shut down for the longest because of utility relocations. And then it became a contractual issue. So that project basically was on stall for two years, two years it set idle. Um, DOTD has been able to resolve that contractually. The same contractor, that was divided into two contractors. You had one who had the roundabout and you had one who had the widening. They've combined that into one um, and they are working on a project now. We're glad that they're working. They still got some issues to work through, um, but we're working with them on that. But that completion of Juban Road is expected right now to be January of 2025. And of course, that depends upon the weather as well. Another, another key part of that, that, that whole system up there is the Eden Roundabout. Uh, it's supposed to be bid um, August of this year. So uh, we, we, that's going to be the roundabout at the end of Eden and Lockhart. So that's going to be a big improvement. Um, Highway 64 and 1019 Roundabout. Um, this is up there at, at I guess, Frog's, um, you know, Gary Talbert's business the, the up there on Magnolia Beach Road. That's when 1019 and 64 meet. It's a tremendous safety issue. Uh, this was a new project for, for us in 2021. Senator Pope and I put it in. Um, we've, we put it in and started it in Capital Outlay. It's since been funded as a safety project, um, but, but that, that project is, is on the move and it's supposed to be bid in May of 2025. Around about at 447 and 1025, this is on a road in 447. Um, you know, we got a 500,000 right now in P1. Total on the project is 2.5 million. Uh, supposed to be bid in 25, 26. Uh, but this is one of those projects that Senator Erty, he started the, um, he started, he got DOTD to start working this in 2019. Um, they did an evaluation of it and came up and said that it was it justified having a single uh, turning lane roundabout there. So that, that, that is in the works. Uh, Juba North Extension, you know, one of the first, you know, I, I mentioned earlier um, about, you know, the, 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 the pro, you know, the, the process for capital outlay. Uh, but one thing I want to just take a moment here to explain you know, Senator Pope and I have been meeting for the last two years with the Department of um, uh, uh, DOTD, uh, Capital Region Planning Commission, the Mayor of Walker, Mayor of Denham. We've been strategically trying to identify projects and solutions to our infrastructure in Livingston Parish, specifically in my, in my district. And once we've identified that, we've been trying to set sequences, and we've also been trying to go after funding. Uh, we've also been talking with Gerald Burns. You know, and the, 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 the Gerald Burns and them, that's the, uh, the get it straight, the Livingston Parish Master Plan Review Committee. And when I first got to the Capitol and the, when started working on capital outlay, uh, the first thing I did was I called Gerald and said, hey, what's, uh, what's, your num what's the parish's number one priority? Um, and they told me that it was the, uh, the Juba North Extension. There were some funds that was already allocated for that, but it was not in the capital outlay process. So one of the first projects I started 
was the Juba North Extension. Uh, currently, we've got three million in, in the in the in there in P1, a total of six million, including the P5, um, and it's going to be bid in 26-27. There are some other other funding sources that are involved in that. You know, and and, and going back and uh, talking about you know the when we try to meet and try to identify these areas, we've been focused on 447. We've been focusing on Juban, we've been talking on Range, and then Forge Club Road. All four of those main um, arteries to the interstate, we've been trying to fix. Uh, range is very complicated. Range has got about six or seven phases to fix it. The first two phases, we got new capital outlay this year. It's a Demco Road. Demco Road's been talked about for 20 years. Uh, we got the Demco Road um, included in the uh, capital outlay. We got P2 of 450,000, 8.25 million. Demco Road is basically going to start at Demco and it's going to go st straight east and tie into the Cook Road extension. There'll be a roundabout there. Um, and, um, and it's also going to have a, a road that's going to go south and tie into uh, to, uh, Vincent or Rushing. Um, other, other project we got in that Range Road corridor fix is a Home Depot improvements. This is, uh, we got 400,000 in P2 this year. We got 3.2 million total in the project. This is a new project for us this year, uh, but we basically are going to going to do some improvements on the Home Depot Road, so you can come down Range and bait, or come down Vincent and uh, Rushing rather, and then you can go north, kind of northeast on Home Depot, and then and it'll take you to, to the Demco Road. Uh, widening the 447 and I-12 overpass. Uh, when I first started in 2019, well, in 2019 before I started, there was $450,000 in the project. Senator Pope and I got $27 million in there right now. We got $1.7 million. That's going to be P1 for this year. Um, and we're basically going to four-lane um, uh, 447 from the interstate to, Joe, uh, to Buddy Ellis and then three-lane it all the way to Joe May. Uh, the only piece of 447 that remains other than some improvements north of the interstate is the bridge, is the overpass bridge, which is the chokehold right now. And um, we're trying to work with DOTD to identify whether it's going to be a replacement or it's going to be a widening. And then we're going after some funding. Um, right now, I'm talking to, to Congressman Graves and his staff. We're trying to get this project earmarked for next year. Uh, another, another roundabout that, that's, that's not in my district, but it's important for Livingston Parish, is, uh, is, is Highway 16 and 42. This is going to be down at Moonlight. Uh, the speaker added this, this project in this year. It's got 750 in non and It's a $4.3 million project. Um, so we're excited to have that one uh, going. Uh, one another capital outlay that I want to mention to you is the Livingston campus extension at North Shore. You know, Senator Pope and I got five hundred thousand, I think, last year to do some parking lot improvements. Um, but this is a ten million dollar expenditure to expand that campus. Uh, there's going to be a committee put together at North Shore to figure out what that expansion is going to look like. Um, but we got a million dollars in non-recurring and nine in P5, so it's a ten million dollar project that we've got funded. Uh, two more projects that are that are in the cap that went through the capital outlay that I think that are noteworthy, the Amit River Diversion Canal. There's five million in there in P2, and that's basically going to go back and reestablish the weir at the Amit and Diversion to its original design. And and that 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 diversion was supposed to that that weir is supposed to keep water going down the Amit to keep it from uh, silting in. And anybody that travels down there, you know that that river is silted in south of the weir. And, um, you know, we're working on some efforts to get the, the river looked at dredging, but we got to fix that weir, and this is, a, this is a project to do that. And then LA-22 Gapping, it's another project in the southern part of the parish. Uh, you know, it's my understanding that that Marlpaw area, the Marlpaw Swamp, when it fills up, water is held up by 22. And so they're going to they're gonna cut a section out of, out of Highway 22 and allow, allow that water to get out. It's going to help us overall in our flooding. And um, that's a, 
that's a six million dollar, six point eight million dollar project, and um, and that was added this year. And uh, McHugh, I'm real look, I'm real proud of the the efforts that we've had in capital outlay. It's something that I work on real a lot. Um, you know, our our parish is one of the has been one of the fastest growing parishes in the state. It has been for a long time. It's because of our educational system, but with that that growth becomes a lot of growth pains. And um and we're 30 years behind, in my opinion, in our infrastructure, and we're trying to catch up. But before I before I became a state legislator um, in 2019, total capital investment, all P1, P2, P5, and non-recurring, was $82 million. Um, in four years, we've doubled that. We're at $164 million. So I'm real proud of um of of everything that we've been able to accomplish. And um and I can go over real quick some some things too that we've able, been able to do. Um, and let, if you got any questions, I can talk to you about some supplemental things that we've done. Um, yeah. So, you know, the the thing that I would I would I would want people probably to go back and listen to your explanation of this because it's important to understand P one through I believe it goes up to six P five P five P five is the last one. So understanding prior and that's priority. So priority one through five, and also understanding that you know. You get the money, but there's just a lot of steps in between, uh, you know, actually getting the money and actually starting to move dirt and then actually completing it. Uh, so I believe, you know, that that is important. And so, you know, when you get uh, updates on some of this stuff, you know, it may have been introduced a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, but now we're getting more funding. And, you know, uh, Congressman Graves is dealing with the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. The Comey Diversion Canal. The price just continues to change. That's right. Uh, so you know, much like him, you're you're giving us an update on this. I want to go back to uh, one thing. I had a specific question on um, Dimco Road. You mm -hmm. you said it. it's been discussed for forever. Um, obviously, if if you're not um, if you don't understand what they're talking about, um, as you go up range, you pass Aspen Square. Big Mike's is over there to the right, and then you get to that new Dimco building, which is nice. You know, mm -hmm. torn down after the flood, rebuilt. Uh, there's a driveway on the south side that would just be cut straight through, correct? Correct. It's going to go straight east, and it's actually going to tie into Cook Road. So basically, you'll be able to come through if you're coming east on Rushing, and you go you go up Home Depot, you cut across Home Depot, um, home the, the new Demco Road, and you'll be right there at the Cook Road extension. You know, the problem with range is is that 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 red light at um, at Rushing is so close to the interstate, you have no capacity. Um, you can't get on or off. It's, it's, I mean, and it, so many people avoid that area. And so we, um, you know, we try to, uh, we're, we're trying to improve that. And this is just a couple of those fixes, you know, to, to move forward with it. And, um, and, you know, I, I, I just, I tell you, you know, it's, it's one thing to, um, to, to talk about projects. It's another to get them funded and it's a competitive process. Um, you know, on the house side, I'm, I'm, I'm competing with a hundred and, you know, uh, 44 state, you know, legislators total 105 in the house and 39 in the Senate. And we're all competing for the same thing. And, um, one thing that we've been able to do is we've been able, you know, the, the success at the Capitol is all about relationships and being able to work with your colleagues. And I think we've been successful at that. And of course, you know, Senator Pope on, on the Senate side, um, you know, he's very respected, very revered. And, um, we've, we've made a pretty good team together and we've, we've brought some, some good projects in. And it's just, just, this is just the beginning for us. Um, you know, we're going to continue to work hard and, uh, and, and and provide for more. So the other question I had was uh, you had discussed that on the other side, as part of the Demco Road project, that there would be some sort of cut through to Rushing Road. Correct. correct. 
Is that part of the Home Depot road improvements? They go it together? Is. It okay. is. They, we've got, basically, we're getting two roads in one. Uh, so basically, if you're coming down um, to rushing, um, and coming, coming west from 16, and, and, and instead of going you know, past the McDonald's, you'll be able to turn right and go north and hit the Demco Road and then turn back left, west, and hit, hit the Range Road. So it's just, you know, again, we've got, we've got about six or seven phases, and these are just the, um, the first uh, state parts of those that were getting funded. Gotcha. So we can, um, that, that was my main question. Mm -hmm. Most of these other things are, are pretty, uh, actually, no, I did have one more. Um, but most of these other things are, are pretty well known. I mean, everybody, not everybody, but uh, that's a bit of hyperbole, but the weir has been a problem for well over a decade now. Mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, I want to ask you a question about that real quick. But the other one was uh, the North Shore campus expansion. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. And is that in sort of a partnership with Livingston Parish Public Schools trying to, to help with opportunities? There? You know, the, the beauty of that North Shore campus is that we've got we've got work, great working relationships with Southeastern, and, which is our typical four-year accredited university and also with our school system. So both of them are being held in conjunction with the other. And um, identifying what, we, what we're going to move there, I don't want to speak for North Shore, but it would be obvious that we get together collectively and we decide what the area needs, um, you know, as far as our industries and our businesses, and then we go from there. So uh, we're in the early stages of that, and, um, but we've got $10 million funded for it. We, Senator Pope and I actually tried to get this last year, and, um, and we were not successful. Excuse me, but we were able to get it for this year, so we're re really excited about it. And, I, and look, I just let me just say this comment about about um, a lot of these projects have been around for a long time. Um, they have, and we've got four new projects that have been reintroduced um, in my term. And um, I'm really um, excited about that progress, and I'm um, excited about the future and trying to fix these, uh, these 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 issues that we have. All right, well, let's move to HB six fifty. I mean, five sixty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, 650 was my bill. Um, <laughs> so let's move to HB 560. Uh, a lot of this appears to be, um, this is not capital outlay. This is out of general fund, correct? This supplemental fund. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, now this first one was vetoed. Uh, so let's start with that. This was about uh, gravity. Well, I'm, I'm going to let you run through it, just like we did the first time. Yeah, so the, the first one, unfortunately, got vetoed. This is a 215000 that I had asked for for uh, gravity drainage district. Um, number five, and it's basically for, for them to, to buy some uh, marsh buggy for them to assist them in, in, in getting all their work done. I was, I was successful in my first term uh, to get 225000 for Drainage District 1, and they bought a, uh, basically a grapple truck, uh, a knuckle boom that they can go and help move the, the, remove debris. Um, I got that money for, um, for Drainage District 1, and I wanted to get something for five. Um, I worked really hard to get it last year and was unsuccessful. And I got it in this year, went through the competition part of, as, a, as a legislator and got it in, and the governor vetoed it. So, um, you know, it's one of those ones that we lost, uh, but it is a part of the process. Um, a couple more that we, that we got that, you know, I'm real proud of the work that we got with the supplemental. You know, we, um, when, when Walker High School was built, uh, they were supposed to have had a turning lane, and they did not. Uh, there's an, a new development that's going across the road from, from Walker, and when DOTD was looking at it, they, they, they you know, found that. And uh, basically told Walker High School that y'all got to fund that turnaround. You got to build that fund that, that turnaround, uh, um, turnaround, um, turning lanes. I'm sorry. And um, basically, the Walker High Walker School, if you know, they are really um, just limited on their funds that they have available because of the growth. 
So we were able to secure 725000 for turning uh, turning lanes at Walker High School. Um, Sheriff's Department, we got 500000 for you know for him to do some work at his um at his new training facility i think he's got some parking lot and some road improvements that they're going to do uh fire district drain uh district five you know they need a uh, a fire station on juvin right there at juvin crossing uh, it's about a three million dollar request uh, they they came to us and asked us to help them get get them started we were able to give them three hundred twenty five thousand in, in supplemental funds so that's going to give them an opportunity to go in there and do some clear do some just some clearing out clearing out of the property and also do some uh, some some plans, and um, hopefully we'll try to um, uh, to give them some more money later on. City of Walker, we got four hundred thousand. City of Denham, two hundred. Um, and Denham Springs Main Main Street uh, District, we got them two hundred. Um, that's going to uh, enable them to do some beautification as well as some safety um, improvements on Main Street. And Main Street, Denham, uh, Main Street's important to us. Denham Springs Main Street, we, that's only thirty six Main Streets in the state. And um, you know, and we put a lot of a lot of emphasis on on Main Street because it draws people in. People come in for Bass Pro, they come in for Main Street. When they come in for those those two uh, biz- businesses, um, they are areas. They uh, they also do some purchases in other places. They stop and get gas. They get something to eat. They shop in other locations. So it's good for our parish to to have those um, that that uh, prospering. And then the last one we had was the North Shore Community College. I told you earlier. We had uh, five hundred thousand for in, in increasing the parking at North Shore. It was two hundred fifty thousand, so we was able to get that funded through supplemental and um and able to get that done um as well. And and look, I mean, let me just say this: there's um I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. There's a there's a lot of people who um who claimed at the end of our session that um that a lot of these projects and this money that that we were able to secure in Livingston Parish came about because of some last minute deals in the budget process. But you know our our HB one and five sixty, they all there's a process and it's all documented. Uh, your first version starts off as your original, and then you've got an engrossed, and then you got a re-engrossed, and then you got a re-re-engross. So you can go back and look at the history of those projects, and you will see that the vast majority, if not all of these, um, were in the original versions of HB two and, and five sixty. So there was no deal cutting, just a lot of hard work. And uh, Senator Pope and I again, we've partnered well together. And uh, we've been trying to deliver projects and uh, and funding to Livingston Parish, and I think we've been very successful at that. A quick question for some of these uh, capital outlay deals: uh, most of that's money coming to Livingston Parish. You partnered with uh, Senator Pope. You partnered with uh, 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 ooh, uh, it's Senate President House Speaker. There mm-hmm. we go, Speaker Shack Snyder. Uh, Shack Snyder. Um, anybody else you worked with? during for these projects well you know again and you could include local folks yeah so. you know the i think the biggest emphasis for us is that um that we're that we're sitting down and and we're trying to project we're trying to identify our needs and we're trying to project what we need in the future we're trying to set priorities on where those priorities are as a legislator i don't want to be the one determining the priorities for our parish i want our parish to do that and um and you know there's there's a tremendous amount of opportunity for more people in the parish to be pulled in the same direction and working together. And uh, Senator Pope and I have tried to foster that. Uh, but in this capital outlay process, specifically looking in my district, you know we've been working with the uh, the, the mayor of Walker and mayor of Denham. We bring in DOTD occasionally, and we bring in the Capital Region Planning Commission occasionally. And um and we're trying to strategically identify solutions. And um and then we're getting the funded. So uh, I think we've done well in delivering it, and I look forward to uh, the opportunity as uh, um as a senator to even do more. 
So, uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate you joining us today. If you'll introduce yourself. Uh, yes, Buddy Mency, State Rep, District 71, Denham Springs and Walker area, and I'm running for Senate District 13. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor in the news. Appreciate this guy for joining us. Uh, once again, this was our second of third podcast that we're recording on Monday, July 17th. Uh, this one will probably be running uh, Wednesday. If I had to guess, you'll be in the middle of a special session at that point. And we've got one more coming up after this. Please remember the news is on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays. It's $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time.